It's Friday morning. I'm Mike Mills. It's the Classic Breakfast here at 1027. And uh, as you know, since uh, the lockdown went to level three, domestic flights for business purposes have been permitted. Uh, But one hears that things are still very, very difficult for airlines, as I'm sure you are aware. So let's talk to Roger Foster. He is the CEO of SA Airlink. Um, a privately owned airline uh, who have uh, taken up the challenge to start flying again. Roger, good morning to you. Good morning, Mike, and good morning to your listeners on this uh, glorious Friday morning. Chilly? Yes, it is just a little chilly and, and more cold to come. Um, yeah. Now, that makes me uh, think, uh, obviously, for you guys, uh, under the present uh, lockdown and the previous uh, fierce lockdowns, uh, you guys weren't even la- allowed to, to operate. Now you're allowed to take business travelers. Uh, how are your loads doing at the moment? How, what's the situation? Uh, Mike, it's very difficult. Um, I think the biggest concern that we have is that our customers um, are uh, fearing the transmission of COVID-19 and possibly they don't understand all the measures that airlines have in place um, to mitigate the transmission and the risk of transmission of, of COVID-19. Um, so so the, the take-up of the capacity that we've put in the market uh, is not exactly where we would like it to be, and uh, there's a lot more work that we as an industry need to do to encourage customers back into aircraft. Okay. Uh, it's something that we're busy with on an ongoing basis, and we are seeing encouraging indications from the market. Um, So there is a a gradual improvement, but we want to assure our customers that um, it's quite safe to fly, probably uh, more so than visiting your local supermarket uh, for your grocery shopping, uh, and definitely more uh, risk-averse than any of the other normal modes of public transportation. All right, well, while we're talking about that, let's just take uh, listeners through the protocols that happen both at the airport uh, and then on board. Well, let's let's start with the the, uh, the airport. So customers need to present their travel permits and uh, uh, they will be subjected to a domestic traveler screening questionnaire. They'll need to hand that in at uh, the security checkpoint. Typically, that is normally manned also by port health officials or the equivalent of that at airports that don't have uh, port health. And that will be a requirement before entering the terminal building. Uh, Port health may also perform a temperature scan, should perform the temperature scan to make sure that we don't have um, any customers that are showing symptoms of COVID-19 entering into the public areas. Um, We require customers to arrive approximately two hours prior to departure. Uh, It doesn't always take uh, two hours to get through all of the the protocols, but we just think, you know, to, to pressurize oneself in that situation is not desirable. So leave a little bit more time than you ordinarily would do and and then that way you will have a stress-free flight. Um, There is a COVID travel update um, on our webpage, flyairlink.com, and you'll find that there are some tabs, just follow the tabs, and then you will see a section uh, that defines all of the health and safety protocols. Uh, There are editable documents, and there is a range of infographics um, on the management of COVID-19 and the transmission and the risk aversion uh, protocols that we have in place. We also talk about um, the airflow in the cabin, uh, which is quite unique. Um, air conditioning systems and aircraft are designed such that the air that, uh, that enters into the cabin 
uh, flows past a customer and not past multiple customers before it finds its way out through the extraction um, uh, grills at the floor of the aircraft. So it flows from the top of the aircraft down to the floor of the aircraft and it, it doesn't flow through many customers. We also have this HEPA filtration system, the high-effectivity particulate uh, air filtration system, which is designed to uh, reduce the possible transmission of, of any virus infection uh, on board an aircraft. Okay, and that's why you say you'd be safer flying than you would be going to the supermarket. Absolutely. <laughs> and we do many other things as well, Mike. Um, for example, the interior surfaces, seats, the armrests, uh, windows, tray tables. After every single flight, they are sanitized and then they are fumigated every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, and passengers are required to be hand sanitized as they step on board. And yes, we know it's uncomfortable to wear masks all the time. The customers are required to wear masks at all times during the uh, the flights and through all aspects of the uh, service delivery value chain when they enter into a building, the terminal building, right through the time that they exit the aircraft or exit the terminal building, masks have to be worn. Okay, understood. Uh, are you allowed to do any in-flight catering yet? Um, technically, not yet. Um, it's not prohibited by regulation, but it's recommended that we don't, and that's uh, a ministerial recommendation. So what we do is we put complimentary snack boxes on board the aircraft, and they are made available to customers on a voluntary basis. We don't foist it on anybody, mm-hmm. but at the point of disembarkation. Of course, we do uh, provide other services on board, such as, for example, water and um, and soft drinks. Okay. Um, but, but it's always done on the basis of there it is, it's in a basket available to the customer if you choose to take it. I mean, obviously, you're very welcome to. All of our uh, uh, mitigation protocols have been complied with all the time, so we're comfortable and confident of the sanitization of that article that you may take, um, soft drink, whatever it might be, but it's up to you to take it if you wish to. One of the things that is important is we are prohibited from offering a paper copy, a hard copy of our in-flight publication. So okay. what we do is we make that available to all of our customers that have booked with us, um, and they can take it online on their smart device um, prior to the flight, and then they can have the pleasure of, of reading it during the flight. Okay, all right. And and uh, just going back to the paperwork, uh, you obviously need to have uh, documentation from your, because at the moment it's still only business travel, it's not leisure travel, so you need to have a letter from your uh, company. Uh, do you have that uh, uh, those sorts of forms available on your website? Yeah, all of the protocols are available with the standard forms, um, but typically it's the forms that are, are required by, by government, and they are available through the Department of Trade and Industry on their, their website. Okay. And and there, there are two issues. Basically, the uh, CRPC form is, um, is required. That's the, the colored form. And you have to have a colored copy when you travel. And then the other one is the form two, which is the permit to perform an essential or permitted service. And that's under regulation 16.2B and 28.4 um, of, the, of the acts. And that is available on our website. Okay. Um, currently, which routes are you flying? And which routes are you hoping to fly in the next few weeks, perhaps? So, so Mike, we've been operating Johannesburg, Cape Town um, since the 15th of June. It's not normally a route that we would get involved in, but Mm -hmm. we believe that with our 98-seater Embraer 190s, um, it's an ideal aircraft uh, to provide um, specific services uh, designed 
to satisfy the requirements of business travellers, so early morning, late afternoon flights okay. in combination such that uh, business travellers can get to Cape Town and back in a day, or if they are Cape Town-based, they can get to Johannesburg and back in the same day. Okay. And, and that um, flight seems to be um, picking up quite nicely. Um, we also offer services, uh, and that's just recently as of this week, uh, Johannesburg Bloemfontein, Johannesburg Nelspruit, Johannesburg Uppington, Johannesburg Pietermaritzburg, and then from Cape Town to Port Elizabeth and Cape Town to Bloemfontein. As from Monday the 13th, we're going to be offering double daily services on the Johannesburg Port Elizabeth route, and again a combination of early morning, late afternoon, uh, where a Johannesburg biz- businessman can travel down to Port Elizabeth, spend a day doing business there, and fly back in the same day. And the same in reverse for a Port Elizabeth-based businessman wishing to get mm. to Johannesburg or anywhere in Gauteng and back in the same day if that's on their agenda. Um, this is all under phase um, two, under level three of the lockdown easing protocol. Yes. Um, we also expect to have phase three under level three. And we don't know exactly what date that will happen. We hope it's within the next week or two. And at that point, we're expecting to have Johannesburg Polokwane, Cape Town George, Johannesburg Hoodsprate, Johannesburg Umtata, Johannesburg Richards Bay, and possibly Johannesburg's Kukuza all added to the Airlink network once okay. more. Right. So, so George might be opening uh, under that uh, phase? Yeah, we believe all of the other domestic yeah. airports will, will, open will open under phase three, okay. uh, under level three of the lockdown easing. Okay, and then obviously regional travel uh, and, and international be- is another animal, which uh, may- maybe we can chat about uh, when that when when that opens up. One other final thing, and that of course is uh, we know you've had your problems with SAA. You used to be a member of uh, the uh, Voyager program. I imagine that has ended. Yes, um, Airlink has withdrawn from the. Fran- franchise system. Uh, it's a system that we participated in since 1997 in, in, uh, in April. Yeah. Um, and, you know, very sadly, obviously, with South African Airways and Business Rescue and um, all of the uncertainties associated with Business Rescue, whether it will survive the rescue at this stage, it looks like it most certainly will. Um, but Airlink has had to um, emplace all of its seat inventory into our own inventory hosting systems. Right. And, um, so, so we've done that. We we did that effectively from January, but for flights with effect from right now. So as of now, uh, Airlink is operating independ- independently of South African Airways. And obviously, with the long-standing relationship that we've had with South African Airways, uh, as and when South African Airways resumes its services once it comes out of its business rescue, uh, we will be ready to continue our commercial arrangement with um Okay. South African Airways, uh, but on a non-exclusive basis and on more of an arm's length basis with our inventory in our own inventory hosting system. Um, but that also means that we can engage with other international airlines, su- such as British Airways and Lufthansa. Uh, I don't want to mention all mm. of them, but the Air France, KLM, uh, Emirates, Qatar, Delta, Singapore, Cathay Pacific. In fact, everybody offering services in and out of South Africa because Airlink has a unique network throughout the subregion of approximately 55 destinations, um, we uh, feel that we, we need to be able to engage in an interlining way with all the other airlines so that customers can travel from anywhere in the world through Johannesburg or Cape Town as a hub 
and then onto any of our destinations throughout our network of 55 points, all seamlessly on a single ticket. So that's how we've designed our system. And whereas at the moment, obviously, international travel uh, is not permitted and leisure travel is not permitted, as and when both are permitted and the international airlines like the Emirates start resuming services in and out of Johannesburg and Cape Town, uh, we are perfectly positioned to be able to work together with them commercially and um, offer all of these um, uh, destinations from all over the world to our network uh, seamlessly and uh, very conveniently for our customers. All right, Roger, thank you very much for that clarity. Uh, hopefully, uh, Classic 1027 listeners now have uh, a better idea and can feel more comfortable about uh, domestic flights and uh, can feel confident enough to be able to utilize airlines like your own, SA Airlink, um, from here on, knowing that uh, protocols are in place, paperwork is available uh, on website and advice is available there too, and uh, you've outlined the routes that are currently available and which ones will hopefully open in the near future. Uh, hopefully, it'll give people some confidence. Roger, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Monica. It's been a privilege and I look forward to chatting again soon um, on your program. And I wish your, your, your uh, listeners a wonderful weekend and stay warm.